0: Hello everyone, I'm Tim Bladik with EEOC's Office of Federal Operations, and I welcome you to a micro moment from EEOC and the Federal Community's EEO Education Consortium. Today we begin a series of podcasts on OFO's Reports and Evaluation Division, or RED, the social science research arm for our Federal Sector Programs Division in OFO. RED is responsible for the annual data collection and reporting of federal sector complaint data, as well as the reporting of MD-715 federal workforce data. Additionally, RED conducts program evaluations in order to review and assess the effectiveness of agencies' EEO programs. Thirdly, RED produces social science research of EEO-based topics within the federal sector, which is our focus today. For our first look at RED, we are speaking to Dr. Morgan Walzdeins, the director of RED. Dr. Walzdeins has over 23 years of federal government work experience and is passionate about utilizing data to both inform and advance equality across the federal sector. Prior to joining OFO, she was a social science research analyst in EOC's Los Angeles District Office, and previous to that was with the Census Bureau's Los Angeles Regional Office and at Peace Corps headquarters in Washington, DC. Dr. Walsdines holds a Doctorate of Experimental Psychology from Southern Methodist University, a Master of Clinical Psychology from Fisk University, and an undergraduate degree from Spelman College. She's a native of Los Angeles, California, and is married with two children. Well, welcome, Morgan. So tell me about the Reports and Evaluations Division. What is the purpose for RED and how long has RED been around?
1: Thanks, Tim. I'm glad to be here and thank you for inviting me. The Reports and Evaluation Division, that we affectionately refer to as RED, was established in 2013. Originally, the division was conceived to propose policies, programs, and standards on pre-appellate federal sector complaint processing, as well as to provide government-wide reports such as EEOC's annual report. While producing reports and overseeing the federal sector complaint process has remained two of our core activities, over time the Division has evolved, expanded, and modernized in its focus to include the creation of innovative data tools because we know that end users don't always have the luxury of time to read lengthy reports. One new resource is the set of four self-service barrier analysis tools we've developed in our partnership with the Agency Oversight Division for use by agencies to be able to perform analyses to determine whether or not they have triggers or indicators that prevent the recruitment, retention, and or promotion of a diverse pool of applicants and or employees. These tools are currently located on our federal sector web portal known as FedSep. Another new resource we created is the Self-Service Data Dashboards in Microsoft Power BI for use by agencies to examine their own trends across federal sector complaint data categories. Agencies can use dashboards to explore trends for similarly situated agencies as well to better understand areas of similarity and or growth. We hope to launch this dashboard via EEOC.gov by this summer.
0: Sounds like your team has had a lot on its plate. So generally speaking, what can you tell me about your research team?
1: Well, I'm very fortunate to have a wonderful team of great people. Our division is comprised of two branches, the program evaluation team that conducts agency specific and government wide program evaluations and the data team that produces EEOC's annual report and other research based publications. I won't mention everyone on those teams here today, but I'm very appreciative of their work, both individually and as team members.
0: Speaking specifically about your research now, what kind of research work has Red focused on and why?
1: Well, we conduct a variety of research within the federal government, ranging from retaliation to the gender wage gap. Our goal is to serve as an informational resource in support of advancing equity and inclusion and contributing to the federal government being a model workplace for everyone. We know from our most current data in 2019 that the size of the federal workforce is almost 3 million. We conducted approximately 36,000 counselings, and there were a total of almost 15,000 complaints with close to half of these alleging harassment as a leading basis. We start with these data and use them within our
0: research. Okay, I know that you can't cover the entirety of Red's research, but what recent research can we expect to hear about on future podcasts?
1: Sure. Well, first we'll be talking about harassment under reporting research that was done by Dr. Mike Sawatu. Harassment in general is the leading issue alleged in federal sector complaints and in fiscal year 2019 over 48 percent of the complaints filed alleged harassment as the issue. Harassment both sexual and non-sexual has been a leading issue alleged in complaints since 1994. Dr. Sawatu conducted a two-part study the first study we conducted on the theoretical underpinnings for failing to report such as fear-based the second involves incorporating input from various federal agencies as to their perspectives on the state of federal sector harassment including barriers to reporting next dr Sawatu and dr ramela el have put together some combined research on age discrimination and generational differences in the workforce we produced a paper on workers protected by age 40 years and above And what we noted in fiscal year 2017 is that, while there is greater representation of workers aged 40 and over than in the civilian labor force, pay disparities do persist among this group. Also, last year we explored younger workers as a demographic, and while younger workers comprise a very small percentage of the federal workforce, only about 2% of federal employees are younger workers and average 22.5 years old with nearly 17% of younger workers stating that they are first-generational professionals. This combined podcast will highlight interesting information we learned about both of these important populations. Later, we'll also have Dr. El Carzese talk about her research on women in STEM occupations. When we refer to STEM, we mean science, technology, engineering, and math-related occupations. We've examined this occupational group by gender to assess how they are trending. One interesting factoid about this population is that in fiscal year 2019, there were a total of roughly 16,000 women in STEM leadership roles as compared to approximately 47,000 men, with only 25.9% of all STEM leaders being women. Finally, we will have Karen Brumman, our social science research analyst, speak about her study on accessibility for workers with disabilities. While workers with disabilities have made some positive gains in the workplace over the past few years, Much more remains to be done to ensure that these individuals are provided with the necessary supports from federal employers to thrive and have greater representation throughout the federal government, especially at the higher grade levels. This study is going to share recommended best practices for agencies for improving accessibility of workers with disabilities in the federal sector.
0: Thank you, Morgan. I look forward to your podcast with your team in the near future.
1: Thank you, Tim, for the opportunity to share our work with
0: your audience. And thank you to everyone for joining us for this micro Moment. If you'd like to know more about the Federal Sector EEO Education Consortium, send an email expressing interest to edcon at EEOC.gov. We look forward to you joining us for more in our microlearning Moment podcast series on Research by Red over the next several months. Good day, everyone.